This episode of She Does is supported by Vermont College of Fine Arts MFA in Film. The program offers a two-year student-designed, project-driven graduate program of professional mentorships for your scripts, fiction, and nonfiction filmmaking, and hybrid and transmedia projects. It's exciting, affordable, and intense. Refine your creative vision as you develop intensely personal stories in an independent practice. Visit vcfa.edu film to find out more. As soon as I realized that music or poetry could be a career, that's when I just kind of knew that's what I wanted to do. Welcome to She Does Podcast. I'm Elaine Sheldon. Today, you're going to meet Alexandria Hall, who's been making music under the name Toothache for over seven years. In last week's episode, we used nearly every song from Flash and Yearn. It's an album that Alexandria released in the fall of 2013. You know, each song is special to me in a way, but I think my favorite song off that album is um, Not Even the Moon. because it was something that just kind of came out pretty easily and expressed exactly what I was trying to express, which is funny because the song is kind of about not being able to express something. It was also kind of daring for me sonically. And it's also fun to play live because it can be really jarring to an audience because it gets kind of boring and monotonous, but like, I want to like own that boringness. I want to be like, I'm doing this. You can pay attention or not, but like, you know, you can sit with your discomfort or something because it is just this kind of repeated baseline. Alexandria is a poet and musician, two parts of herself that she feeds and that feed each other. There are these distinct parts of my life that like get jealous of each other, but they fuel each other because a failed attempt at a poem often becomes a song and like a failed song kind of can work its way into a poem. We asked Alexandria to describe her music. I usually call it kind of like slow, melancholy, electro-pop or something. It's, I think someone in, in Burlington called it woozy. <laughs> I think it's pretty woozy. The Burlington she's referring to is Burlington, Vermont. Alexandria grew up in Vermont, and when she was a young kid, around six or seven, she learned to play the piano 
and started writing her own pop songs. She says she was a shy kid, but when she performed, the timid Alexandria faded in the distance. In one way, it's easier to get to know people through a shared interest in these kinds of things, but also it's always been easier for me to communicate in song or poetry than just by speaking. <laughs> when I was really young, my mom would always sing a lot, and that was really like a big part of my childhood was like singing with my mom and dancing around the house. <laughs> When she was in middle school, she got her first bass guitar, and she learned all the bass lines to every Pixies song. And she not only grew up in a rural setting in Vermont, but she went to high school in the woods. It was an alternative high school. It was called the Walden Project. We didn't have a building, we just had like a little lean-to that former students had built. I think like the Vermont landscape and the, the just kind of lifestyle and everything there made a huge impact on my writing my poetry in particular, but also my songwriting. And she's the first in her family to graduate from college. Both my parents um, were mechanics at one point. Like my mom's first job was as a mechanic, which is something that's always been really inspiring to me because, you know, music is pretty male dominated. And I mean, for her being a mechanic in the early 80s, that was just like, she was the only, she was one of three women in her tech school, the only woman working in any of the garages around where she was. So much of what Alexandria does with poetry and music revolves around letting go of the traditional idea of work and to simply play. Anything creative really depends on play. And I think we don't really value play we, we value work, you know. To be able to play is a kind of working your creative sense and opening up possibilities for yourself. So one of my resolutions is to write more, but also to play more. <laughs> Part of that play could include travel or learning a new language or skill. When she was 17, she went to Ecuador for an exchange program. And then she traveled all over Peru and Bolivia learning Spanish. She sees this experience and other foreign experiences she's had as vital for inspiring creativity. And I think that's one thing that is like super good for creativity and for also getting to know yourself is just like throwing yourself into things and making yourself a little uneasy. If there's nothing new, it's hard to, to grow. And so that's like new ideas, new challenges. If it's not a new place, it could be like taking a drawing or a dance class or something. One thing that I always used to have a hard time with was feeling like a beginner at something. I always wanted to learn how to draw and I felt was I was really bad at it. And But of course I was bad at it because I'd never tried it. So I took a drawing class a couple years ago and was like, wow, this is actually really fun. And with poetry and music, just picking up a new vocabulary somewhere. Like I took a jewelry making class. There are all these crazy words that come with like metalworking that I was just like, whoa, that makes me feel so many things. Inspiration comes in the form of something that I'm 
thinking about and kind of obsessing over, meeting something that I've been inspired by in terms of form and craft, and then kind of like those two kind of stewing together until something comes out that's different. One finished product that doesn't seem very big can be from a lot of time of stewing. And same with songs. I'm like really slow when it comes to writing songs. I'll write like a burst of maybe four songs in a month and then go like two years without writing something that I like. I think one thing is I'm starting to recognize that my process doesn't always look like pen to paper. You know, sometimes it's I'm experiencing something and I'm having a conversation with someone and I'm getting to the bottom of something and that will eventually lead to a poem. That that thinking about it, that mulling it over is part of the process. Alexandria is now in her first year of an MFA poetry program at NYU. She's actually phasing out toothache, but is working on a new collaboration. I also have a bunch of songs that were toothache songs that I didn't release as toothache and that I think will probably be carried into this next project that I'm working on. There's a series of them that were kind of inspired by uh, a lot of romantic poets that I'd been reading at the time, but also pop music from like The Carpenters or Bob Seger, just like kind of cliche pop music. I think it marked this point in making music where I was kind of like, I don't really have to do what I thought people wanted me to do. I'm just going to do what I feel like doing. she's been in the industry, she's learned a couple lessons that might be valuable for you. You can do it your way and you can ask for help. I think that's one thing that I didn't realize for the longest time was that it was okay to ask for help, especially as a girl. I felt like I always had to prove myself to the guys. I had this weird pride about things and that stopped me from asking for help a lot of the time when I could have. In the future, Alexandria sees herself writing poetry, making music, and teaching. She would also like to live somewhere warm. Thanks to Alexandria for being part of our show. We wish her good luck on all of her future endeavors. Visit our website, shedoespodcast.com, to hear her read one of her poems. Thanks for listening to She Does Music.